and welcome to the Tea with Intuitives podcast. I'm Brittany, an energy healer and authentic empowerment coach. And I'm Melly, an Akashic reader, past life psychic, and channeling coach. Each episode, we answer one of your questions about spirituality, the Akashic records, energy healing, meditation, spirit guides, and the unseen world. So we invite you to grab your cup of tea while we answer our very first question from Andrea M. Marego. Best daily practices to make yourself a clear channel? Great question. But before we do that, Melly, what tea are you drinking today? Well, today I am drinking a herbal tea that is called La Provençale. Um, it has mint, it has lavender, and rosemary. Mm. So there are herbs from uh, Provence in France. So that is what, that's why it's called the Provençal. I love when you speak French. <laughs> I love it. And I love how sometimes when we chat, you'll just talk to me in French. Yeah, I forget. I, I don't know. I feel so close to you that I just assume that you're like my people at home and that you understand both languages. I'm okay with this. The other night I had a dream that I was in France and I was speaking French to these two little kids in this village. And then my Brittany brain was like, you don't speak French. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I don't know how to speak French. And it stopped. It ended. So fascinating. A past life, I think. But yeah. how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks. Very sunny here. Oh, nice. In Canada. <laughs> yeah, I'm in Quebec, Canada, and we're um, in the midst of a heat wave and uh, my neighbors are gone and we're taking care of their pool. So in exchange, we can use the pool. So that's very, very nice. Yes, that's a great trade. Yeah, <laughs> <Win -win. laughs> that's perfect. Today I have my Earl Grey, my simple breakfast tea. Your classic. My classic. You know, I did have matcha the other day, so I changed it up a little, but... <laughs> Yeah, but that was a time we didn't end up recording because we had technical problems or the listeners don't know that. Yeah, but matcha, mm, yummy. There was matcha there. <laughs> there was. I'm not boring, okay? I'm not that boring. <laughs> <laughs> I do drink different tea <laughs> sometimes. So Melly, yeah. what are some different daily practices that maybe you use or could suggest people use to be a clear channel? Well, the one I always, always talk about in my um, channeling coaching sessions is meditation. It's really the basis of it all, at least for me, um, because if you want to be a clear channel, you well, your channel needs to be clear, right? You can imagine that there is this channel connecting up to the unseen world, to your spirit guides, and um, you just want to be in the right brainwaves to connect with your spirit team and so to do that you want to make sure that you're not inside your head you're not um, submerged by thoughts and by your ego and that's why practicing meditation is so so important and that was a, a big turning point for me when I started opening up to the spiritual world. Um, and I think I've mentioned it before, but um, what happened was that my daughter was four years old and I was super stressed. And I was starting, you know, to um, lash out at her and I didn't want that. So I started by 
The, the first solution I saw was meditation and I took a meditation app and it really gave me perspective. Like I was able to step out of my nelly body and, and see things for what they were. They weren't good or bad. They just were. You can see things in a neutral way. And that really helped me go into um, a place where I wasn't bombarded by, by thoughts. Thoughts come and go, for sure. Um, but I had just that outside perspective um, that is so, so important. And I'm guessing, Brittany, that you meditate too. I do meditate. Mm. Yes, <laughs> I do. Mm. Um, meditation is huge. Uh, I first started meditating during the energy healing classes as a teenager. But the funny thing is, we would start at like 7.30 or 8 in the morning and I would always fall asleep. <laughs> would always fall asleep and my grandma was teaching and she would just say it's okay Medi uh, sleep is a deep meditation so if you if you're falling asleep you'll you'll get used to it it's just about the practice so it's it was funny so if you're falling asleep when you're meditating it's just about the practice um but yeah yeah, and that's why I always advise people to meditate while we are sitting. And that's when I teach certain types of meditation for people who really want to go up and connect to their spirit guides. Like if that's your goal, um, I'd say don't lie down or anything. But it's fascinating because you learn to meditate with a group. And I just learned it completely on my own. I had a nap. So, um, and, and the teacher there was awesome. Yeah. And it's interesting because you happen to, uh, you've learned meditation in a group and I did it alone with an app and it's an app, but it was a meditation teacher and she was great. But, um, yeah, I'm curious to see the difference because for me being alone, I had to be disciplined. I really had to, um, motivate myself. Um, and the thing that was good in the app was that you have um, a run streak. And if you miss a day, you're like, oh, no, I lost all, all my series of meditation. They don't show up anymore. And I don't care about that anymore. I still have the app. I don't care about that. I don't even, you know, type in that I meditated on a certain day. But that helped me at the beginning to really commit to it and meditate every day because I thought... If I do it every day, change is going to happen. It's impossible that I'm going to do something every day and nothing is going to happen. So I just trusted the process. Mm, beautiful. Yeah. So when you're meditating, if you find it hard to just start or to do it every day, have some sort of accountability, whether it is an app that you're getting these points from, or, you know, it has some sort of reward or a group meditation. It's funny you pointed out because I didn't realize this until right now that I've probably meditated in a group just as much as I've meditated alone simply because of all of the energy healing classes. I mean, you meditate a, a very long time during those classes. And in my yoga teacher training every day, six days a week, we'd have an hour long meditation class from like seven to 8 PM. Um, and it was my favorite part of the day. And it was all of us in our group. So I've done a lot of group meditation, which I didn't realize until you made the 
pointed out the differences, but if you are finding a hard time meditating alone, try a group or mm -hmm. try connecting with other people. It can be a very powerful experience. Yeah. And one hour of meditation seems very, very long to me. I've never done it. It might be because, you know, I have I have a kid at home, so it's hard having long stretches where you know that uh, you can be alone. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the most I've done was 30 minutes, and it was rather at the beginning. I, I really wanted to push myself and see how long I could do it and how I could be curious in my meditation practice, too, because it, it's so you tap in, into the subtle world. And so what happens when everything is really quiet and you're quieting your mind and you realize that your soul is so alive and then poops, you start to tuning with your, your spirit guides. Like you start to feel that there are these energy entities around you because you are so attuned to the unseen world. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of different kinds of meditation too. Mm -hmm. So, um, if anyone loves to sing, you might go to some chanting meditative classes or where you have an open-eyed meditation where you're looking at a mandala. I used to teach meditation when I was going to college. That was one of the things I would do every week is go offer a meditation class. So I got really good at being creative <laughs> with how to keep people engaged during a meditation. Sometimes I would have them do something in their in their mind's eye where they're creative and they follow me along. Sometimes we would gaze out the window in the yoga studio and just have an open-eyed meditation. Sometimes there would be a mandala to look at during the meditation. Sometimes I would even have people do automatic writing as a form of meditation during that class. Um, but my favorite part of meditating in India during the yoga training was with the group, we would, we spend an hour just chanting Om. Wow. just and it, it was the most amazing group meditation I've ever done because it was just everyone everyone was their heart was so in that chanting that it made it very special wow that's wonderful yeah and you really need to find the type of meditation that that suits you like that clicks for you and that changes with time but I remember when I really felt like I found something for me was when I was doing the inner body meditation um, with Eckhart Tolle and um, I forget her name, uh, his wife. And, and so it's all about energy. It's like, and it's super slow, but I loved it. Like you start feeling the energy around your hands or your feet but personally I like to do it you feel the energy in your feet so you're asking yourself how do I know that I have feet because your eyes are closed so how do you know well you feel that tingling and then you go up 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 your body and you do all your body parts and you don't go up to a next body part until you really feel that energy that tingling so that at the end you're kind of feel like you're buzzing <laughs> And I really, really liked it. So meditation doesn't have to be always like um, just letting thoughts come and go. It can be very active. And I like all the ideas that you found. Mm, there's so many, you know, we had one last thing is um, we had this this week at UNC Asheville where I went and they had brought in these Tibetan monks 
to the university for a week. And um, I sat in on one of the lectures and the monk was, no, you want to learn how to meditate or you're not doing it right or you're not sure. He said, sit with me for a moment. Just sit with me for a moment, close your eyes and focus on your breathing. I think like a minute went by and he's like, just keep focusing on your breath, staying here in this moment. And that was it. And after a minute, he goes, great, you just meditated. (laughs) It was the point of, it doesn't have to be overcomplicated and um, just a moment, a moment for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And you can also meditate in nature. And I find that just being in nature helps to open up and, and clear the channel of communication with spirit because in, in nature you have, well, you have the trees that are connected to the earth. And then you have, I feel like I can feel other realms. I'm very close to elementals. So I feel like this helps to just be in contemplation and just feel that you are part of everything. You can feel it, you know, anywhere and you can feel it in a city, but in nature, it's calmer. So it's easier to feel it. And it's a kind of meditation that you just go poof and you're connected and, and you can feel it like, um, you can try when you go walk in the forest and you put your hands with your palms down and you can feel the earth's energy. And so I like to walk in the forest with my palms down. I try to do it subtly because sometimes there are other people's and I just want, I don't want to go like with my hands up next to my head. But um, yeah, I do it subtly and you can feel all that energy. And then I, I take it home. I take it home with me. So all the, the walk back back home, I take this energy with me. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So I guess if you're, if you are meditating and you're not sure that it's working, just remember it's a practice. And also remember there are a lot of different kinds of meditations that you can participate in. So I would say explore and find the meditation that is a go-to for you and that you really love doing because there are a lot of different kinds. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Tea with Intuitives podcast. If you have a question for us, you can send it to teawithintuitives at gmail.com or Instagram, or you can comment on our YouTube channel. Your love for this podcast helps us grow and reach more like mind and soul. So don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast.